واحد اثنين ثلاثة Welcome to a new episode of a Double Jump. We're basically going to be rebooting this this podcast, like it's been I don't know maybe five episodes so far, and we went for a reboot. Yeah, reboot. I mean, we're just keeping up with this generation uh, of video games. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> HD remakes and reboots. Yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome back to episode I think six. Six. Yeah. Um, basically, everything's going to change about the show uh, due to some feedback that we've read, due to. Our circumstances with when it comes to recording, um, basically, and our, uh, and, and our thoughts about the show. our thoughts about yeah, and yeah. our thoughts about the show in general. Um, I think it's better for us to to take a different approach or take a different direction than the standard what have we been playing, talk about the news, um, kind of stuff. Because we are aware that there are others who do it better than us. We are aware that there's there's people who are more up to date, more more like. Who can dedicate their time every week um, to to cover like the latest and greatest news and stuff like that and the latest releases and you know our schedules sometimes conf- uh, you know they, they conflict with each other and uh, maybe I like I wouldn't maybe play a game for an entire week or two maybe yeah. and yeah. and yeah we just end up having to postpone an episode because we have nothing new to talk about basically so what we decided to do right now is to to make the the podcast. Um, more conversational. We we will we'll name a topic uh, that it's related to our experience with video games, uh, whether it was like from our early days or something that's that's like like a hot topic these days. Mind my nephew; he he doesn't have a mute button. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, if, if it's if it's a topic that it's that is like the hotness, like okay, Switch is about to get released. There's a lot of like info dump we can talk about, and it'll be it'll spark. Like really cool discussions, we can do that, yeah. or we can like bring up a topic like today's topic, uh, which is basically how, in our younger years, how piracy, piracy yeah. how piracy affected uh, the way we bought games and the way that it introduced us to genres that we may have never like thought of trying um, until games became super cheap for us to get, and yeah. um, we hope that this new approach would would. You know, keep things interesting, uh, keep the conversation going, um, keep it short and concise. I think um, it'll be it'll be fun to uh, to <coughs> talk about these these matters with you guys. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm your host Yakub. Uh, joining me today is my co-host Patrick. Yo. My other co-host Bishu. Hello. And our guest today, Hussein. Hey guys. How are you, man? Doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, so. Where should we start, Patrick? Well, I was thinking, I mean, for people who might be listening and who might be living in the States or Europe or who just don't have an idea of why we're talking about piracy, it's because, I mean, piracy is usually prevalent in third world countries where importing stuff from the US or Europe is like super expensive. So like, for instance, I remember Super Nintendo games used to cost like 30 KD, which is $100 back in the day. Yeah. So and and I mean that's why we, there was so much piracy in, in in Kuwait and in other places like Kuwait. 
Even the parser for the Super Nintendo games were expensive. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, like were, the, they were. Ch- yeah. Yeah. Bootleg, the bootleg cartridges. Um, yeah, they, they, it was. It was like 15 KD or something. It like was. That. Like, yeah. it, it, I remember buying games for like nine KD, which is yeah. nine KD dinars is like around. Oh, th- this is a catch. Yeah. Nine KD for it, no. It depends on the game. If it's a, it's a crappy game. Oh, okay. <laughs> nine KD is like a, a bargain, man. No, no, but, but okay. Just just so that our. Uh, our non-local uh, listeners are are listening and they have no idea what KD is. It's Kuwaiti DNR. That's a Kuwaiti currency. We are based in Kuwait. Um, a quick conversion, like ten ten dollars. Uh, three KD is like approximately ten dollars. So you can you can like take $9. that. Yeah, nine dollars, ten dollars. So uh, basically, I started gaming like properly. Like uh, okay, I asked for my first console. Uh, at the time of the Gen- Sega Genesis, but I think you guys were lucky to get an NES before before me, right? Yeah. Maybe got, maybe Bishu had a even the MSX at the time, right? Yeah, I got the MSX even. Be- yeah, I got the MSX uh, even before. But uh, the MSX, MSX is also the Sakhir, by the way. Yeah, yeah. in Kuwait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at least, yeah. Um, uh, the Rock. It, 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 I, <laughs> I got the system, the system, but uh, I didn't get any problem. Uh, with buying games for it because uh, at that time my brother was like more interested in the machine than me. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I'll buy everything. Yeah. But, but the it games, was, but yeah. there wasn't, there weren't any bootleg cards. Yeah, right? there, yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. wasn't. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I feel I'm very lucky. But were they expensive or do you remember I, the price? I don't know. You don't remember. I don't yeah. remember the, the price. I was, I was in also in a similar situation. My brother had, like, we had an MSX, but my brother was the one mostly playing on it. And I would play on it, but I had I would have no idea what I was doing because I was already too young. But what I do remember, and it's a cartridge we still own, is we had Metal Gear on on the MSX, oh. and we still have that cartridge. Yeah, oh, nice. And I and I still remember playing it. And obviously, I had no idea what I was doing, but I remember it was not what Metal Gear turned out to be today. <laughs> <laughs> My story is a little funny. The MSX it was bought for me. But my brother uh, and one of the uh, and I took one uh, two games uh, with the Sakhar. Uh, one of them was the Turtle Programming uh, Basic. I, d- I don't remember the name. It's like a program that teaches you how to uh, like code in yeah. easy language. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a Turtle teaches how to move up and turn ninety degree Is it and the then logo? move forward. I I don't remember. It was a turtle logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and second game was the castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The castle. I remember the castle. That's that's the game that made my brother love the MSX and bought every other game I played <laughs> on it. <laughs> and I didn't have to ask my father for any other game. Yeah. Uh, but if we want to go after that, I uh, there was the Atari and the NES. Yeah. I don't remember which one was before. The Atari was... But, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as I know, the Atari came before, so I, I think uh, the same thing happened yeah, to I, me. I had an Atari as well, but at the time, it was like my dad's Atari. Yeah, like but, my uh, dad, the, for some reason, like, he thought, okay, what is this? Let's, I mean, let's try I, video I, games. It's, I mean, my family, like, I remember we didn't have an Atari, but we had the ColecoVision, which is, I mean, basically, Whoa. yeah. And I remember my mom, like, one of my most vivid memories is my mom playing... A racing game on the Coleco Vision with like a steering wheel and gas pedal. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the reason I, I mentioned Atari because I want to ask the question. I don't know the answer yet. Is that I got the Atari with the games built in in it. Hmm. 
I didn't use any cartridge. There, there, there was like a reset button yeah. that switched games every time you hit reset. Yeah. Reset. So I don't know. This is not an, uh, like the I official. Don't think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, think it was official. No. Yeah, that, so that's my first non <laughs> official Paris, uh, Paris, console. Yeah, yeah, Paris yeah. console. Not yeah. even like a cartridge. I remember <laughs> I had cartridges to run my, my, like the games. My Atari didn't come with like built in stuff. I didn't know that there was an Atari that had no, built-in games. No, I got one. Even uh, twenty six hundred at least. Uh, it was even uh, if I if I remember correctly, it was even sold in in our co-op. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, supermarkets. I was like, oh, the controller is broke. Okay, I'm going to come and get another one. It was that easy. <laughs> but, but your NES was original, right? Yeah, my original. I got the original Japanese NES without knowing that that is the original. <laughs> the original. Oh, they. I thought it was so cheap. My friends also were laughing at me because the look your controls you can't pull them out. <laughs> your cost is so cheap. <laughs> yeah. the, the cables were short. Um, and and you can't detach them. It's not that short, no. But but you it can't. Was, it was, you, you couldn't detach. You them, can't no. detach them. Yeah. That's yeah. what I remember. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's why I thought it was even that version was uh, like a uh, not original version. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but could you? But it didn't have problem running games from other regions, right? It, I mean, you can't play American games. Yeah, the only versions I can't play uh, was the uh, the Amer- American versions because the the sh- uh, shell. Yeah, the shell yeah, of the, the, the cartridge. cartridge. Uh, you have to break a part of it. No, no. It's, you can't. Answer it's answers. huge. It's very huge. Yeah, oh. yeah, the American cartridge is like it's like a VHS. Thing. Yeah, I know. I know the American cartridges. I, I don't remember the Japanese ones. The Japanese ones were small. They were like the super. Ja- like they were Sega like Sega yeah. almost like Genesis. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? You can't even like remove the shell and take out the. No, the, no, no. Because the, the I used to do that with my Genesis. But oh. we'll come back to that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't exactly know if I can, if I can remove the shell and insert only the. It green. wouldn't. It wouldn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, right? no, no. Because oh. the 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 card on the inside of the cartridge for the American NES was also much, different. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was much larger. Mm-hmm. So like even at like at the manufacturing level, it was. Different. It was different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. For the NES, uh, uh, if I I don't remember which ones uh, the like the for, for the games I bought, I think all of them were pirated, not original games. Yeah. And I especially remember the cartridge with the like 100 games. Yeah, yeah. 30 of them, uh, f- more than 50 percent of them were like the same. Repeat, yeah, yeah, but with one with cheat, one yeah, without. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Like, my, so, my, I especially remember the Contra one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when was the console released exactly? The NES was released uh, in 19... Like in Japan, it was released in 85. Okay. In the US, I think it was released in 88 or 89. Yeah, I'm checking Wikipedia. Right <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Probably, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, that's different. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, my experience... I wasn't with, even born by that time. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 85. <laughs> 85 is a Japanese one. Uh, no, US, Japanese, 83. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, like? why, that's why I always confuse if I get the NES before the MSX yeah. or after the MSX. Oh. Or, uh, uh, sorry, between the MSX and the Atari. Uh, I always assumed it was 85 in Japan. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, my, my, my experience with the NES was way different. Like, uh, we actually had the fake NES which looked like the Japanese uh, yeah. Famicom, but it was 
It's the the Japanese Famicom is like red, like it has like red colors and stuff on it. Uh, white, mostly white, white and, and red. Uh, the, the moving parts are red. Yeah, this one was instead of red, it was orange, uh, and it was and it was like 500 games in one, and like a lot of the games were duplicates of each other, but like with hacks. Yeah. So for instance, I remember there was a like Super Mario. There was a regular version, and then there was the version of Super Mario which was hacked, which had like uh, like 99 lives. Mm. And then I remember another version of Super Mario that I had that was the same game, but much harder. Like, it, it was like, uh, I think, more enemies in the levels or something like that. It was just, like, really bizarre. And then there was um, the Contra, like you were saying, like there was different versions of Contra. I played different versions of Contra, yeah. Yeah. And they were all better than the original. Yeah, because they were all hacked. <laughs> and, like, they had, they had, like, different settings, like... Okay, here's one with infinite ammo. It made it like um, uh, not infinite ammo. I mean, like uh, if you picked up a weapon and you die, you just you retain the weapon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that, you know, stuff that made Contra like more hacky and fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially as kids, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when Bisho was talking about the console with the short cables, was it the a hacked console or the games were console? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh, it's the, he, it was the original so, Famicom. Yeah, original. Oh, okay. the, the Japanese the Famicom, Japanese the, the 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 controls were hardwired into the to okay. the, to the circuit board. So if like if if I wired like if you break if you break a controller, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Like, to, yeah. And how much was like the whole? The whole it was thing? expensive back then. Back then, uh, every console that's come at its time is like. The cost of the, for the consoles at this time, you know. Yeah, it was uh, still the same, like four hundred bucks and like that. But yeah. it was like much expensive back then. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I, then, I, I remember especially one of the like the best packed pirate game ever in, in Kuwait was the Arabic version for uh, Captain Tsubasa. <laughs> yeah, that Captain yeah. Tsubasa was huge. It was very huge here in our region that the hackers made an Arabic version for it. Yeah, yeah. I remember Captain Tsubasa. I was actually going to talk about it. Like, I remember... I didn't have the Arabic version. I had the yeah, Japanese I, version. I, I played and finished the Japanese version. I, and, and I remember specifically not knowing how to save the game or whatever. Like, I wasn't sure. Like, I think it was a password uh, system for yeah. the game. But I didn't know that, like I was a kid, so what I'd do is I'd keep the Famicom, like the the fake Famicom switched on Whoa. like all day, all night. So like if I want to stop playing, I would like, uh, I would, if I want to go to sleep, I'd keep the console on, I'd go to sleep, I'd wake up the next day and I'd continue the game. <laughs> you remind me of something else totally. As kids, I feel right now, we did real stupid things with our consoles. Like for me, if I want to play Ninja Turtles, yeah. and the hack and slash game, I don't remember the subtitle for it. Big Turtles in Time. The, no, no, not the Super Nintendo version. There is the an NES, NES version. The, the NES version. I used to have oh, but it. But not the bad yeah, one. Yeah. There is another one. It was very good. Yeah. Um, I usually, because I thought that the, my AC adapter will burn out, burn from all the heat from the, uh, for me, for all the time I'm playing the game. Yeah. I usually put the, the AC adapter in the freezer. <laughs> One hour before playing, because I was I was thinking like, oh, this is a doctor will burn. I have to make it very cold, very cold before playing, yeah. because because uh, so as the time I got to the final, uh, uh, reach the end of the game, it won't burn. At so, least you used, you stuck with the same adapter. I fried my Game Gear. <laughs> 
My Gengar's my Gengar's adapter got busted, and I thought any other adapter would work. Mm. <laughs> okay. I fried my Game Gear. I mean, it's okay. It's a Game Gear. It's not worth it. But <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The adapters like heat up really quick back then. No, no, yeah. my adapter was busted for some other reason. I don't know. And I don't you just plugged in a random. I just adapter. plugged in a different adapter <laughs> okay. that used oh. to like that shared the same the same uh, like input. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about Bishu's. Oh, Did your like adapter heat up really quick back then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ba- back then we didn't have like if you if the electrical differences like if you're plugging in an American thing uh, in Kuwait, the oh, adapter you oh, used yeah. wasn't isn't as advanced as like the adapters we have these days. So like I remember it was like a small like brown uh, adapter, and it was really heavy, and it would heat up like super fast. Like after an hour or two hours of playing, it would be super like oh, wow. hot. Yeah. I'm come to think of it, like okay, I've never owned an NES, but I always went to a place that had an NES. Like for example, my cousins, they made me hate Mario because they never let me play Mario. But that's not like besides that, I've never, I've never seen an actual like original, honest to God NES ever. Really? Ever. Uh, like, like my, it, it was always a version that was hacked and had like one thousand and one. Actually, games in one actually, game. I've never, I never saw one here in Kuwait. But I, when I was visiting okay. relatives in in the states, like my first experience with uh, the Legend of Zelda and Mega Man was actually when I was visiting uh, my cousins in the U.S. and they had like uh, the American version uh, of the NES and uh, and it like at the time I didn't realize it was a separate console than the one I had here in Kuwait, like. I just thought it was like a whole different, like it was like the new Nintendo, you know. Yeah, uh, that's the film. I, 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 that's something I felt after uh, uh, I saw the original U.S. version of the NES here in Kuwait. Yeah, someone I know. I got. Uh, I I went and visit his house. He said, "Come look at my uh, look at my NES. I got a, a new one." When I, when I saw it, I was like, whoa, what is this? He, yeah. said, like, he, he was like bragging, yeah, this is the original. <laughs> All you have was, is like scrap, you know? <laughs> whoa, <laughs> the graphics! <laughs> <laughs> so no one really had any idea about like, which was the original? Like, no. No, no I never saw the original one. Yeah, really? And don't forget, like back then, obviously we didn't have internet. Mm-hmm. And like video game magazines weren't like, that clear. Yeah, like no, they weren't like a huge, like video games didn't become really popular in Kuwait until like the PS One year, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So like video game company like magazines were available, but but like not everyone was reading them, you know. I remember at least Arabic magazines started showing up around the the PlayStation One era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's like that's the main. That's where you can you can start tracking Arabic or Arabic coverage and. In our region, yeah. because before that, people either had, you know, n- Nintendo's. <laughs> they went to their friend's place or their cousin's place to play video games, and like that's pretty much like it. Like it wasn't as widespread as until the PlayStation One came out. Yeah, but um, doesn't mean like doesn't mean like you're suddenly gonna gonna find like an original NES laying around in any house because that was pretty much like to me at least. I've never I've never known anyone. Or I haven't been to anyone's place who had like a, a legit, honest to God NES that had no hacks, yeah. no like, no BS. It, it was it was always the one thousand and one stuff. Like there was a version <laughs> of Duck Hunt that was actually 
easier to play than <laughs> than the original Duck Hunt. Yeah. I mean, my my uh, my fake NES came with a zapper gun. Yeah, I remember because yeah, we, they we, came with guns. The, they, yeah. the zapper guns uh, were very easy to get in here. In yeah, the, in yeah, the region. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. Yeah, I remember like the zapper, like the old, the almost all, almost all versions came with zapper guns. Yeah, um, it's just amazing how like legit they made it seem. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was super easy. Uh, like I, I also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there is a shotgun, and there are other like accessories Nintendo did that I didn't see them in Kuwait, like trackpads. Really? Yeah, and uh, I I remember I saw most of them in one of the Angry Video Game Nerds uh, videos. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the headset that like the headpiece, that they, <laughs> yeah. the thing that you put, he puts on his head in order to like it's basically like a light gun, but you you aim with your head. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. I think AVG ended an episode on these kind <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, it was real funny. Funny. I mean, I remember the MSX had a gun because I remember there was a game on really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I remember it was a big. It wasn't like a small zapper kind of thing. It was like it looked like a futuristic something you can cosplay with. Yeah, Whoa. like it looked like a futuristic like laser gun or something. Mm. And I remember the game that uh, I can't remember if it came with it, but it's the game. We used to play with that gun. Was it used to freak me out as a kid? It was like a dungeon crawler, so it was first person, and you'd move around like in a maze. And the, I mean, I'm sure my, I'm not remembering it right, but I remember that it scared the crap out of me as a kid. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so uh, I, you want you guys want to go to the Genesis era because I I have a lot of I have a yeah, lot. Yeah. You, you mean Super Nintendo era? Yeah. Oh, Genesis Super Nintendo. No, Super Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I own the Super Nintendo. I, I, I feel both of them are like NES and the uh, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo have all s like similar um, stories because they're all based on like cartridge. Um, they were cartridge based. Yeah, yes. cartridge based, and uh, but I think they really got good with the with the with the bootlegs in that era. Yeah, yeah, not really. There, there, like, there were some problems. Like there's some, I mean, I mean, with the Super Nintendo, for instance, uh, like. I can't remember how many years into its lifespan, but they Nintendo released the Super FX chip, which was like you you know how Star Fox looks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Star Fox uh, didn't run on a regular any uh, Super Nintendo cartridge. Mm -hmm. It had a special chip built into it called the Super FX chip, mm -hmm. which bootleggers couldn't mimic. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, like the like Star Fox, you couldn't find it bootlegged. But these games are like very like. They were very limited. There, there was only there, there was only like a few games who who had these specific yeah yeah there was there requirements. was I mean you can find the Wikipedia article about it. There was only maybe I think ten games that had this. FX and I chip. think I think it was much easier to find like bootleg um, Genesis games compared to uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, maybe yeah. Because like I don't remember owning a uh, like a genuine Genesis game unless my dad at the time uh, traveled overseas yeah. and came back with like. Uh, Present, uh, present, uh, like he used to bring yeah, me Genesis yeah. games, and those games were the only games like that I had were that were genuine. Yeah. Otherwise, I used to go like every maybe I used to buy games maybe maybe three four times a year. Yeah. And like the Eid uh, mm -hmm. occasions, and when I get like good grades and stuff like that, my yeah. dad would take me to a shop, and at the time, like the most popular places to go buy these games are at the toy shops. Yeah. So we used to go to the toy shops in Shell. Where do you have the, all the bicycles and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I remember so, yeah, that. The same, the same area. Uh, I used to go to a shop there, and 
and they used to have like all the latest releases for the Genesis. And I used to buy games for like maybe anywhere between 9KD and like 15KD. That was yeah. like the, the, the sweet spot. So games weren't, weren't like they weren't cheap. Were they like pirated as well? Of course. Yeah. yeah. The, these course. are these are the pirated games. Had, I think I had that console. I mean, yeah. I'm not familiar with the. I just looked it up on my phone, but yeah, I had that. I did Genesis. Genesis. Like Genesis that. was like. That's what he's saying. Like he, the the pirated games were like nine to fifteen KD, depending and, and like, on the game. And like depending on the game, like the crappy ones or the the really old ones or the stuff that they couldn't get rid of the stock. Yeah. Was usually around like roughly nine KD. Yeah. Um, then the 15KD was like the newest releases, like the and all of them were like bootlegs. Yeah. Like you never got, I I never owned a genuine copy of Sonic 3 that actually had the save uh, system work because <laughs> there there had to be like a battery or something. Yeah, in order yeah. For them. I, I had this problem with the so Donkey the, Kong. Donkey Kong, yeah. Country 3. Oh. When I bought it, um, I have I had this problem. I I took it to a, like a watch shop. Because <laughs> I mean, the batteries are yeah, similar. At that yeah, time, yeah. I, I like uh, get the idea how the saving system works. Yeah, I open it up. Oh, there is a battery space here. Yeah, it's yeah. empty. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's do this experiment. <laughs> and I told the like the shop uh, owner, owner uh, and I, I want to, I want you to fix it and put a battery right here. Yeah, and he he got he got the idea. <laughs> he made it and it worked. Uh, yeah. I was very happy with the results. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, but the thing is that like Genesis cartridges were consistent. Like I never remember buying um, a, a cartridge like a, a bootleg cartridge that didn't work. Hmm. Um, so at least like that, in, like in that case, I I felt like I felt secure. Like hmm. uh, I, I, even even like when I got the the Super Nintendo, I got my Super Nintendo Super. Like, I was a Sega, I was yeah, a Sega, yeah. boy, Sega boy back in the day, but. I got my that. huh? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like I got to play like all the good games. Yeah, no, no, least, no. You know? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Like I, I actually bought an SNES. Yeah, yeah, I bought a Super Nintendo super late, yeah, and yeah. it was it was it wasn't until I actually saw Donkey Kong Country for the first time. Yeah, and I even even that by like by that time, my cousin who got the SNES got his SNES late. And he happened to have like super, uh, sorry, Donkey Kong Country. And that's my first time. Like for the first time, I felt like, okay, this is something new. <laughs> like, I can't do that on a Genesis. Yeah. I want to get that. And even yeah. then, when I got all my my SNES, when I got my SNES, which was genuine, all the games at the time were like original. Yeah. I never bought like a bootleg SNES games. I only bought a handful. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, like I mentioned earlier, like I had Aladdin, which was uh, genuine. Which was a great game on the on the SNES, and I feel like I just I, have to I, point I, out. I played that on the Genesis. At the I have to point out the Super Nintendo one is more course. superior. Of course, uh, most no, games were superior. On actually, no, like okay, I'm teasing. Except like, for Mortal Kombat. I'm I'm teasing you about more uh, about about Sega, but like Sega had some great games. Like uh, no, sometimes like, like the Sega version of games were like, for example, Mortal, like the best example is Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. the the, like, the, the Genesis version like had all yeah. the all the like it was but basically I feel the like unreal Mortal, version. Mortal Kombat Two on the SNES was superior, I think, because I don't remember like which one's better to be honest. Because because the on on the SNES like Mortal Kombat Two had blood and it had all the fatalities mm. and and all that. Um, but yeah, so so Aladdin cost my parents. I remember like thirty KD, which which was a hundred bucks, which is. I mean, Ridiculous. we complain about games now, which is like 20 KD, which is around like 70. Imagine like, I feel bad for my parents for making them pay 30 KD just to get me like a 30 Aladdin. KD at the time was like... Okay, Even more. Inflation. No, it, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then you convince them to like I, enter the game. I, I honestly don't Straight remember. A's, my <laughs> friend. Straight A's. That's how you do it. Um, and then so so I had a good mix of of, of original games and a good mix of like uh, fake games. So like for instance, I mean, um, so I had Aladdin as as an original game. I had the first Donkey Kong Country as an original game, and I still remember to this day like the night I got it was Christmas. So around this time. Um, and we had like a Christmas party at my aunt's house and we opened our gifts there and stuff and like uh, I opened the, the box and I remember like Donkey Kong Country and I was like like one of the first times I was ever hyped for a game like the, one of the first times I've ever felt you know hype you know yeah. so I we, we got back home and it's like like 12 it, it was like midnight and for a kid that's like oh it's like oh I'm awake and it's late and you know, and I and happen to have this, 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 this magnificent thing in my yeah. hand. Yeah, I'm not going to do something. Yeah, I'm not going to go to sleep. So I remember me and my brother stayed up for, until like maybe two or three in the morning, just playing Donkey Kong Country. And like you said, like when you first see it and you first see like the fake 3D characters and stuff, and the yeah. music and the levels and stuff, it was such a great game. And it was worth owning original. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys bought bought like bootleg cartridges at the time, right? Yeah. Were any of these purchases um, based on... I think this question would be maybe a little a little bit more um, uh, suitable for when we skip to the CD generations. Yeah, I, I know where, where I'll be yeah, going. Yeah, but at, at that time... At the time, how did you select your games? Yeah, I, I at least, know. At least, at least that. At least that, that part. Like, okay, let's not talk about influence, but I mean, like, how did you choose your games? Pure luck. <laughs> like, the way my dad used to like get me games um, when he when he traveled was basically just Russian roulette. Yeah, like I he, mean, would, he, he once came back and bought me. I think he came back from Spain and he bought me a, like an original copy of original cartridge of uh, James Bond. I, I don't remember what? what I don't remember what movie it was based on which movie. Is it the Golden Eye? Because no, 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 like no, 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 no. Golden Eye wasn't out. Way before. Way, Way before. <laughs> I remember which movie it was based on. It was total trash. And like my dad was like, my dad loves James Bond. Like yeah. he loves the James Bond movies. Yeah. And rightfully so. Like they're they're fun. Oh, it's called James Bond 007: The Duel. Can <laughs> I see the cover? Was it that one? Oh, geez, yeah, it's that one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. No. Watch a video. Like what? That stage of the jungle was horrible. Anyways. <laughs> He got me that game and I was like, okay, dad. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. 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 It's a good game. Like, this basically, like, the way I thought of it was like, okay, since I only get like three, four games a year, that was it, like. It kind of looks <laughs> decent. I don't know. It, it, we're play we're it. watching a video right now. Yeah. <laughs> play it. <laughs> play it. I mean, the animation is really wonky. No, no, no. Play it. It is Whoa. a sight to behold. Look at that. He's jumping. But, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Like that game counted towards my three to four games a year count, so I had to beat that game. Yeah. Like I had no option. Like it was pure Russian roulette, except yeah. for the times where I had to like pick my own game. Like my dad would take me to a shop and I'm like, okay, here, go yeah. pick a game. I mean, for me, I was lucky to have an older brother, so he influenced. I mean, like I was a kid, so obviously I'm not gonna know about Mortal Kombat, but my brother knew about Mortal Kombat, and he told me like, oh, let's get you know, let's get it. Mm. That's how I bought my games. Or if, if it was like, you know, I loved Batman as a kid, so 
uh, at the time it was, I think... The animated movie. The animated series. The animated series was a great Super Nintendo game, by the way, but I never owned it. But there was another Batman game. I think it was Batman Forever? Yeah, the, the... No, the, Batman the, Returns. Batman Returns. Oh. Was yeah. that the... Uh, the, the, the Penguin one. The, the, moral, the Mortal Kombat sprite-looking one, right? Yeah. The realistic-looking one. Well, I mean, how do you define... Is, is that... Define this real Oh, no, 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 this is the different Oh, one. this is the best. This, this is the, the best. One. The good one. This yeah, is the good yeah, one. There's yeah. another horrible one. Yeah, yeah. there's another yeah. horrible one. I think that's uh, Batman Forever, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, for instance, but I got lucky with this. Yeah, but Batman uh, Forever is the, the, is the Mortal Kombat looking yeah. one. Yeah, so with, with this Batman game, I got lucky. Like, we were living in Canada at the time, and my dad was actually visiting. He was going from Kuwait to Canada, and... He obviously was going to get me like a fake game, so he asked me what I wanted, and I told him Batman. Like I was reading to Batman, so I was like, "Just get me Batman." And by chance, he got this specific Batman game, and this was where like, this was one where they're like any one other. of my favorites games. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were other Batman games. There was a really bad one, and there was this one, which was good, and there was another animated uh, like a Batman so game based better on than this one. The yeah. animated series one, yeah, it was yeah, better. That than one was like platformer action. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then other times, I mean, like, uh, like I remember going to the store and seeing Earthworm Jim, for instance. Oh man! Um, and I, and like Earthworm Jim as a character, when you see him, like I visually, love that. Yeah, as a kid, like, especially the cartoons I was into back then. Uh, I can play a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was into. I don't know if you guys. Uh, um, no Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was really into Ren and Stimpy at the time, and he looked like something out of a Ren exactly. And Stimpy. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I would point that out, and it's like, yeah, I want to play. I want to play Earthworm Jim. I have no idea what it is. He looks cool. It looks silly. He, uh, the first time I saw him in a like, I think it was a, either Game Pro or Game Master magazine. Magazine. Like the like, the, he looked freaking dumb. Like a worm inside like a spacesuit, yeah. muscular <laughs> built like. What? Yeah. And when I saw the game, like how silly it is. By the way, have you have you replayed the game recently? The the old one. Yeah. There was an HD remaster that I want to play. Don't. It's it's, it's not it's, as good as we remember. It's a four player joint as well. Oh, I don't I, like I'm I just replayed. I mean, I, I replayed the SNES version. Uh, like. I, I want think to it was replay last two. Year. Is that like a remake? Earthworm Jim Two. Earthworm I want to Jim play two. That. I remember was that was the one that I bought and I yeah. loved so much. I remember that was easier than the first one, but like I didn't play the first one. Oh, the the first one. Nostalgia. When I remembered it, I remember loving the game yeah. as a kid, and it was really hard. But I'm I, I I'm pretty sure I beat it. I think it was last year I decided to to play it again, and I regret. Playing it again because it's it's <laughs> the the level design is trash, the yeah. visuals is trash. Like like I I have no idea how I played the game because it's hard to tell what's in the foreground, what's in the background. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a, that was a prevalent problem. Especially yeah. the tire level. Yeah, the tire level, the jumping. Like I had no. I, I think I just. I, it's because I knew I wasn't gonna get another game for a long time that I like. You know. That's the thing. I stuck with it. That's the thing because I only got like games three four times a year. You had to like stick with that thing, man. Mm. You had to like play it all the way, and that—that's all you had for like the next few months, you know. Mm-hmm. But Did you beat James Bond or not? That's the question. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. It was tough as nails, man. With the controls that it had, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't beat it. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I'm pretty sure I didn't beat it. Yeah. Maybe it got and got to a really far like level I, I never got to beat it. 
Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, PS One. Sega Saturn. Uh, the era of the piracy. The era of, like, the golden oh, era of yeah, piracy. Just a small note. Huh. Uh, till, that, till this time, uh, I didn't get any problem with the cutters, like, other than save, uh, saving problems. That was like, the only main problem. Yeah, that was the only main problem. Do you problem. still own any of your cartridges now? No, unfortunately. I usually, like, uh, um, give them... Away? Yeah, you lend them to people. Yeah, they never return uh, them. No, it's not like that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he gives them for charity. Yeah. yeah. I still own some of my Super Nintendo cartridges, and the save files for some of them still work. Whoa. The genuine games, not the fake ones. Yeah. You know what's weird? I remember once, like, buying... Um, I, I had, like, my copy of uh, Ocarina of Time Yeah. was... Uh, oh, are we talking about this era now? No, because I think I think like it's it it kind of like you can merge it with the with that because it's cartridge based. Yeah. Okay. Like, I remember like playing. I don't, I don't think my copy was no no my copy was genuine. Was there a piracy for N sixty four? Yes, of course. N sixty four. Yes. Really? Yes. Like like I I don't I I think all my all my copies of like all my cartridges of Mario Party were. Because I mean, like, when when uh, when the PS one came out. Because I was a Nintendo kid, like obviously, like I had the NES and Super Nintendo, and I wanted the N64. And I remember clearly this night where, um, obviously, my parents told me, like, if you want a new console, you have to get good grades. And if you get good grades, we'll get you whatever console you want. So, obviously, I worked hard, I got the good grades, and then um, I wanted the Nintendo 64. So, we were, we were going to the store, and then... Um, my parents decided for me that we'd buy a PlayStation 1 instead because the games were much cheaper. Yeah. They, 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 they did good. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, anyways, like either way, I mean, I, do you remember how much the pirated uh, N64 cartridges? It was very expensive. 20KD, like minimum. The, the pirated yeah. ones? Yeah. Oh, okay. 20KD, well, yeah. minimum. Okay, so, so they did... We're talking like 70 and, bucks. And, and the yeah, games yeah. were, the original games were like 30KD? Yeah, oh, wow. 30, 35, wow. depending on the game. Wow. Yeah, okay. So, thanks, parents. Yeah, thanks, no, mom no. and dad. This is, this is sick. <laughs> like, okay, to segue to the PS1 Sega Saturn era, like, I had the choice either to get a Sega Saturn or a PS1. Yeah. Both had bootleg games and everything are like copies and cd like uh, burnt discs and stuff like that so it wasn't an issue of which like which had the cheapest games it yeah. was just like which platform should i choose what did and you choose i went with ps1 oh, okay i was like this close to getting a saturn because <laughs> you know i'm a sega boy yeah uh back in the day so so it looks like and I, of us and dodged all i wanted all <laughs> i ever wanted was to play virtual fighter 2 at home yeah. Like this was this was like my my dream. Like if I was if you were, if you were to tell me like today what game would you see yourself like if you were if you were gonna own one game before you die and play that until you die what game would it be at the time I would easily just say Virtual Fighter two. Mm -hmm. Like today I, I won't give a crap. <laughs> okay, but 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 like but yeah I wanted the Saturn for Virtual Fighter. Yeah. And then a few friends at uh, in school they're like. So if you get a PS One, you can get Tekken and you can get Soul Edge. It's like, what's a Tekken and what's a Soul Edge? <laughs> oh, and you, so you got it kind of late in its life, like not got late, it, like, not late, but like not it, at the beginning. No, no, not at the beginning. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. not at launch. Yeah, I bought it for one hundred twenty KD. Whoa! Like, but I remember it was maybe it, a year in. Did it come with free games? They gave me 
they gave me I think 20 games with yeah, the, with yeah. The, uh, yeah. Th that's that's where I wanted to bring up yeah because like, when you bought the, yeah, the the buy-in for the console was expensive yeah but you got a, like a crap load of games yeah because yeah. yeah. I remember when I got my ps1 the guy was like okay uh, you get to choose 15 games for free and like wait Marcus Equity right No, 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 this was in uh, Old Salmiya. It was a oh, store. Oh, it wasn't even in Nihab. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't in Nihab. It was uh, a store called, I think, Walid. Oh, Walid. Okay, yeah, yeah. They, they're still around. Yeah. Walid, they're Walid. Yeah. Um, it's and, gone now. <laughs> no, no, Walid is still around. In Salmiya, it's gone. No, not yeah. the one in Salmiya. Yeah, yeah. But the, 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 no, the store is still I always buy, buy my games from the Salmiya branch. Because there was like a Baskin Robbins next to it and a Hardee's was yeah, right next yeah. to it. Even KFC, I think. So I can get your games and you go get trashed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so so he was like, uh, so he gave me that there was like a huge box with just games thrown in, you know. And he's like, pick 15. And I had no idea what was good and what wasn't good in uh, in on the PS One. So uh, so I picked 15 random games, and I remember going home. And what what were they like based on? Just. Their the, names, the cover, the their, cover. The cover, yeah, that's what they the did covers too, and their names. <laughs> so I go home, and most importantly, the first night, I burnt the PS One. Oh. I plugged it in straight into the wall, and I didn't know there was a, <laughs> an adapter, and it. I did. I couldn't play it the first night. Whoa! Yeah, I was a dumb kid. So then uh, the next day, uh, we, we we replaced it with no problem, and it was time to like. Uh, switch on the PS1, pick like the first game I'm ever going to play on the PS1, the first like 3D game. I put in this game called Criticom. Criticom? Criticom. There's no way you've heard of it. But it's... <laughs> Does it even exist? It's literally, and I'm not exaggerating, like you guys can look it up on YouTube, the worst game I've ever played in my life. It's a fighting game. And the it's a 3D fighting game. And obviously the characters are made out of polygons, but it looks like each character is made out of like six polygons. So like, like it's like a weird like square shape for their head, a weird like elongated rectangle for their... It, it looks terrible. And it's super slow and it's like... It, it was just crap. So imagine that being your first PS1 game. And to make matters worse, the second game I put in was a Dragon Ball Z game. Oh, Legends? No, not GT? Legends. No, no, no. It was another really bad fighting game based on Dragon Ball Z. And both these games, why I remember them is because when I was thinking about this topic, like this podcast that we're going to discuss piracy, I, I remembered a fighting game that I played, but I forgot it was called Criticom. So I googled like, like worst fighting games of all time. And this Dragon Ball Z game and Criticom... We're on the same list, back to back. Mm. <laughs> like th that, this was like what my luck was at the beginning of the PS1 era. It, it was like hilarious. Like the, like my my first game, I remember like my first PS, the first game I I ran on my PS1 when I just like freshly bought it from the from the shop was Destruction Derby 2. That's yes. not a bad game. Uh, bad? Uh, no, no. I said that's not no, a bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, like. I, In co I'm, I'm contrasting to your, <laughs> like in contrast to your experience, yeah. my first game was Destruction Derby 2. That blew my mind. And then immediately, immediately, I put in Soul Edge oh, and it didn't work. Oh, oh. So I discovered, like by accident and by like sheer, like by sheer like uh, frustration and luck, 
Putting your PS1 upside down. Exactly, but not just upside down. You had to like tilt it, like yeah. you had to lift <laughs> it up a bit so that the so that the the, the laser the 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 lens? The, the the lens can like beam the laser onto the disc and read. And that blew like that blew my socks off. <laughs> the Soul Edge was amazing, or Soul Blade if you had the American one. Yeah. But I only picked those games based on their covers. Like I would, I was like I had no affinity to like racing games at the time. And Destruction Derby could have just been anything, you know. It could yeah. could have been could have been a, an okay racing game. Could be a horrible racing game. Like all I all the experience I've I've had was like virtual racing on an arcade. Yeah. And it was like on a the arcade that arcade like it was it had it actually had like a, a steering wheel and stuff like that and it moved and and, sh- and shook and had force feedback. So it was it was something I could never have at home as an yeah. experience. So I bought Destruction Derby just because the cover looked badass, you know? Yeah. And I put that in and I was like shocked, surprised. And that's when I realized, okay, instead of like paying 9KD minimum to like 20KD for a cartridge, I can now get away with 5KD. It wasn't even 5, it was less than 5KD. At the time, well, at the time when I bought the games, they were like around 5KD. The, the, they start high and get lower like each like six months. Yeah. yeah. They get cheaper and cheaper. Yeah, I remember yeah. buying Street Fighter Alpha 2. For 5KD. Yeah. And the way I saved up for it was I didn't eat at eat. school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to like, my, my, my parents would like give me maybe... Allowance. Maybe on like a maximum like a $3 allowance every day. Yeah. Like uh, one K, around 1KD. Mm. So, saved up for a week. So by the end of the week, I go pick up a PS1 game. Yeah. Like screw the Zatarn <laughs> cheese cheese uh, like uh, sandwiches, sandwiches and stuff like that. Uh, who cares? I, I'm not gonna eat. I'm gonna get Street Fighter Alpha too. So so basically, that's how I funded. That's how I started funding my own my own uh, games. Yeah. My own hobby. I mean, yeah. Um, I have I have two interesting. One really funny story and one interesting story about how like piracy helped me and introduced me to two great. Uh, genres and two great games. So, um, when I had Super Nintendo, I th- there is obviously a lot of great RPGs on Super Nintendo, but I never got into them because they were for for a kid my age. They were kind of complicated and like I, I wasn't. I was more into like Zelda and Super Metroid at the time. <coughs> but I had a friend who was really into RPGs, uh, and he was. Same age as me, but like he, he just he was able to grasp them a lot better than I could, and he he owned basically like all the Final Fantasies. He owned uh, like a game called Legend of Legaia, which yeah. is like amazing. Oh wait, no, was it Secret Legend of, of Mana? Secret of Mana. Legaia was PS One. PS One. Wait, that no, was there tough. Was, wait, uh, Legend of. The guy is PS One. The guy, is PS One. There was there is a Legend of Dragon. That's PS One. There was yeah. Alondra. There was uh, no, no, that's PS One. Vagrant Story. Uh, yeah, you're talking about S- uh, SNES. Yeah. Legend of Legaia? Secret of Mana. I'm not sure. Mm. Anyways, it, it was it was a game sim- similar to Secret of Mana. Okay. Um, anyways, so he was really into these kind of games, but I could never never get into them. But um, but during the PS One era, uh, he suggested an RPG for to me called Wild Arms, um, and it's not. I mean, if if I had to buy an original CD, I probably wouldn't have bought it because like I would probably just have borrowed it from him and you know, beat uh, it, and give, yeah, or, or given try it, it at least, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
and uh, he was really stingy with with letting people borrow his games. So uh, that wasn't going to happen. So I decided to 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 buy uh, Wild Arms, and it was super cheap at the time, and it blew my mind. Uh, like, how, did you guys ever play Wild Arms? Yeah, I, I remember playing it at the day. Yeah, but I already got spoiled by Final Fantasy. VII. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I played it before Final Fantasy yeah. VII, and I remember like you had. I mean, all I knew about RPGs back then was you had a party and uh, and like the combat was turn based. Yeah. But in Wild Arms, um, they tried something different. Yeah, it was it was slightly different because the characters you play with start off in different locations and then gradually they meet up and and you know, and uh, and for that to be my first RPG, like it blew my mind away. You know, like I was like 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 hot damn! Like I can't believe I like. Didn't play any JRPGs until now, you know. And and after I beat Wild Arms, I went back and like I made sure to play like every RPG. You basically, I basically went to your friends. So uh, yeah. So what else do you have that's uh, <laughs> yeah. similar to Wild Arms? And I was like, you know, like an addict, like you know, scratching myself. Yeah. And it's like I need more. <laughs> it was like it was like there was an evil force. Tells me, welcome. <laughs> and funny, t- you're talking about Resident Evil because the second thing I tried which I would have never tried if it wasn't for piracy, was uh, Biohazard, Resident Evil 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember clearly, I, I wasn't even expecting it, but I remember I was in school one day, and my friend came up to me, and he had like the, the CD case with uh, like no cover, no nothing. It was like one of those cheap cases, <laughs> and there was just a CD inside with like biohazard written on it with like a marker you know <laughs> those were the best yeah <laughs> and he, he, he just gave it to me and he was just like go home and play this and i was like what is it he's like just just, just do it just, just do it just go home. yeah just go home it. and play so I, I went home and uh my mom's friend came over with, with her son and her son's a similar age to me so i was like okay like come like let's go to my room we'll play some playstation so he comes in I was like, yeah, my friend gave me this uh, game and he told me like, you know, like just it's just really good it. and whatever. So, you know, like, do you want to try it out? And he was like, yeah, okay. So we put it in. Okay, like it was my first experience with, with the horror game, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't sure what to expect. So, okay, like zombies. And there's a cheap ass uh, FMV in the very beginning, yeah. you know? And I was like, okay, like interesting, you know? Um, and then the game starts and... Like, it's freaky, but it's still not, you know... It's intriguing. You, yeah, it's intriguing and it's freaky and you don't know to what extent it's it's scary, you know? And uh, so I continued playing the game and stuff. And then we got to that long hallway. And there was the zombie in the end of the... No, no, the, the, one, the, the, the dog. The dog, the yeah. old ship. Uh, yeah, hmm. so, so I'm, we're both sitting on chairs. So we're walking down the corridor... And everyone knows the scene. So you're walking down the corridor and then the two windows break and like the dogs jump in. When this happened, I tossed, it was like a, like a cartoon, like I, I tossed the controller up in the air and I like flipped backwards on my chair. And I, <laughs> Happy to everyone. Yeah. And I, and I just, I like, I, I sat back up and I was like, just nope, no, nope. And I like, I remember I switched off the PlayStation and I'm like, never going to play that again. Like, it's just like, it was a very unique experience. And I feel like these days with like the internet and like all the overexposure with like trailers and stuff, like we barely have these moments anymore. Yeah. But like, 
I remember like back then, like when that happened, my I, I still remember my heart beating really fast and like yeah. just like that feeling of like like what like how why did that happen? Like you know, <laughs> me yeah. and my nephew made an extra action more than you. <laughs> we fight our way to out, out of the room. <laughs> we are like pulling each other to the so I can get faster out. <laughs> you know, I've never I haven't felt this this feeling just as you said like. Back in the PS1 time, when I when I went through that exact same scenario, I also like reacted really like really sharply to what happened. But I never actually genuinely felt something this new until I like recently, very recently with VR. Yeah. So it's it's fun at the time because you had zero exposure to info, and yeah. your friend just gave you the CD at the time and was like, "Go home and play it." Like. That's something like th- these are moments uh, you can never forget. Mm-hmm. I've had that with Kitchen's demo on the mm. VR. Mm. Oh, the Resident Evil. <laughs> Kitchen, you're standing still. Wait until you start moving. <laughs> it's totally different. It's totally different. Anyways, so so basically, I, I went through the same, but I also tried games that I never thought that I would like. Uh, like for example, soccer games. Yeah. Soccer games are games that I. I have an aff- like a, a real weird affair with them. Like I, I, I don't like soccer, but I sometimes enjoy the, the video games. Well, hold on. I don't want to cut, mean to cut you off, but the game was called Illusion of Gaia. Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, oh. it was a, it was a great like uh, adventure RPG game. Um, hmm. Yeah, and, so anyway, and I played it recently. By the way, it's still good. So, so if you can come. pick it up, like pick it up, but it's probably super expensive. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. yeah, uh, I was saying like there are some games that I. That I don't really like. I I don't enjoy soccer. Yeah. But I sometimes like to play the video games. So, at the time, I used to like. I used to buy soccer games because they were cheap and because everyone played them and because they were like yearly. I traded like winning eleven every year. There were like multiple versions. Yeah. So. That was like the last time I actually cared about soccer games because. I only needed. I, I, they were really cheap to get, even if they there were multiple releases yeah. like every every now and then. And also, piracy helped with like hacked versions, super hacked versions of Winning Eleven. Yeah. Like there were versions of Winning Eleven with, which had local teams, like local Kuwaiti teams. Oh really? Like yeah, Arabi Qatsi and stuff like that. So <laughs> so we even like we were we used to we used to seek them out. You know, okay, here's the here's a version of Winning Eleven 2000 that that has Dream ca- team. like Captain Tsubasa teams. Yeah. And here's a version of Winning Eleven that had like local teams. Here's a version that is like specifically made Brazil super powerful. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like yeah. the modding scene for this game was super awesome because of piracy. Yeah, it's true that it sucks because like sales, uh, you know, the Konami wasn't getting the splits. But yeah, any at least modders were having a lot of fun with with that with that. And I mean, like again, like back then, like we didn't have much choice. You know, like if we were gonna buy. Uh, an authentic copy of the game it was like too we much, had to, too much savings yeah you know it's not like it's not like now where we're working and we can afford the also games. we didn't know how to have the moral like the moral understanding of yeah. of, of what we were doing you know because yeah. at the time okay a game costs 5kd a game costs like 3kd yeah. like, who cares like it's yeah. I'll get it as cheap as I can 
But like compared to the um, PS1's pirated games, why were the previous ones like really expensive? Like way, way. Because cartridges were. It was. I mean, yeah, because I mean. Manufacturing. Yeah. Shipping. They have to like yeah, because you're there's that plastic and there's the mold for the Super Nintendo cartridge generators. For the the PS1, they could just copy it on the computer. All they needed was an ISO, and. A stack of CD. CDs, like mm-hmm. 50 CDs that you can buy from a, from a general store, you know? Yeah, right. And then just mark up the price double for the for the finished copy, and that's yeah. it. It's just super cheap. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes, go yeah. ahead. Oh, for me, for the PlayStation 1 era, I only get one original game for it. It was stacked with the console itself. It was Destruction Derby 1. <laughs> and every other game after that was a copy version. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think that for it, it's help. It helps us like, like, like you guys learned and tried so so many other like genres. genres yeah, yeah. Because the 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 the, like, the cost was cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You you weren't you weren't actually gambling with a lot of money in order to see if we can. Okay, maybe I'll. Plus, I, I, I don't mean, know if I'll gonna like yeah, this game or plus not. Plus, we didn't have the knowledge. Like I was saying, like. Mm-hmm. We we'd get magazines, but not all of them were recent magazines. Some of them were really outdated, but they were still on store mm-hmm. shelves and stuff. So it's not like we like you know it's it was difficult back then, you know. Some of them weren't even that honest, to be honest, because yeah. like, because the reviews at the time were like all based on not all of them. I mean, like some of them, like the games are like literally crap. Yeah. And they used to get favorable favorable reviews because of like you know back at the time there was no standard for like um, journalism. Journalism was kind of weird. It, yeah. it, it was really ad driven and and like supported by like companies like yeah, game developers yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. in order to like put their games in a positive vibe and they're in their, like especially in their coverage. But mm-hmm. anyways, like CDs were. At the time, cheap and they were less of a gamble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, less risky. Yeah, and then like like your f- uh, story about like uh, winning eleven and stuff. For me, that kind of genre was like fighting games. Like I was into fighting games on Super Nintendo. Like I had uh, uh, Super least, Street Fighter Two. Yeah, Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, and I, had Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah. But when the PS One came around and and I got into like RPGs and I was sticking to like specific genres. Uh, like if it would if it weren't for piracy i would have given up on on other genres completely you wouldn't just, have tried fighting games yeah. you wouldn't have tried like so stuff. so for instance like i got tekken 2 because of piracy and you know like tekken 2 is a classic uh and like soul edge and then there's one particular game that i got from the store because of the cover and it was called dead or alive yes <laughs> that are alive. Yes, I remember that thing. For a boy my age back then, oh uh, boy, it was like uh, very... I had to make sure my my room my my, my door was locked. <laughs> was yeah. it the extreme one there with the volume? No, 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 no. This is way before, dude. Really? This is like the first. That Dead was like alive. based on the arcade version of Dead or Alive one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is like uh, it was it was a fighting game, but I mean, it was the first time you ever saw like breast physics. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was like a age meter in the options menu, and like the higher you raised your age, the more the like, more the physics worked. worked. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, and it was it, it was a crap fighting game. Like the first one was first really one was bad. Crash. The funny part about this, I went to many years at that time, <laughs> and grown ups having PlayStation only for FIFA or soccer. And the <laughs> 
but I, but I have to give him credit. Like Dead or Alive Two was wasn't bad. Like it was actually a decent it was fighting good, game. Yeah. With, I played with it on a good, Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with a good counter system and stuff like that. Yeah. But but I, I remember like Dead or Alive One. I mean, like I only bought it for one reason, and like the only reason I bought it was because it was really cheap. You know? I didn't buy it. I just happened to have played it. To, like <laughs> I play good fighting games. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. no, but Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. I played it at a cousin at my cousin's place, and um, yeah, I never touched it again. Like. <laughs> I, I understand the appeal. Yeah. But as a fighting game, it was crap. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think it, this, this exact same mentality went, like, moving forward to the Dreamcast. Dreamcast, ha- I, th- I think, was, like, the peak of, like, piracy. Oh, like, yeah. All of Dreamcast was... Like, Dreamcast's piracy was amazing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, like the, 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 the system itself had a mod. Yeah. Like, the, it had a mod chip. But then later... What they started doing is that they started embedding the the, the, the like the a pirate like a, an unlocker like a, a um, I don't know what to call it. It's like the it's like imagine like the CDs themselves have the mod built. Yeah, into yeah, them. I remember them. You like put if, that CD in first, and then a launcher like a, a mod launcher. You know, yeah. like the key key gen key gen uh, yeah, yeah. apps on the on the on the computer yeah. with the weird cool music and stuff like that. Yeah. Like these had to run first, and you just press like you confirm with it start or A. And the games start. Yeah. Like, it was amazing how, like, piracy, like, reached a really, really broken level in, uh, on, the in, on the Dreamcast. And, yeah. and it was so good that Bleem made an amazing PS1 emulator for the Dreamcast. <laughs> like, you literally just put in the disc. It loads up the emulator in RAM. Mm. And then you just remove that Bleem disc and put in a PS1 game. And it ran Amazingly, but then wait, hold on. Doesn't the architecture of the system have to be similar to? Bleem is an amazing <laughs> emulator. Even at the day, yeah. I used to have Bleem running on my uh, desktop at, at home. Yeah, and I used to run PS One games on Bleem like ridiculously better than the PS uh, uh, my, my PS One. Did it have to flip like your desktop? No, 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 trash. No, but. But what was weird is that Bleem had perfect emulation, like almost perfect emulation, and there was another emulator that came after Bleem. It never got as good as Bleem until like years later. But Bleem made a Dreamcast, like officially released in stores shelves, you know? Yeah. Dreamcast uh, PS1 emulator. <laughs> and it had to be pulled because of copyright and stuff like yeah, that. They had it pulled from, but it re- they shipped it. They shipped this product. <laughs> And then other Dreamcast games got super cheap. Like you can go in and buy like I don't know, 10 KD. You would get like 20, 50 games or something like yeah, that. You yeah. know, you can go to a bakala, like a small like shop, uh, a grocery store, and you can you can find Dreamcast games <laughs> for like half half a KD. Yeah. Like, I mean that's how the PS One ended up as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can go. You can literally go into a grocery shop, like the, the, the really tiny grocery shops, and you'd find like you'd find them smuggling PS One games like underneath the table. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, I would like to like merge the PC with the PlayStation One and the Dreamcast era, because at the same time, uh, PC games start to get like also copies. Cracks. Uh, and yeah. Cracks was like the, the beginning. It was cracks. Yeah. I remember like I remember like buying a game and it had to have like a crack EXE inside the like with the installer. Yeah. You just had to replace the EXE with the cracked EXE. I don't with the... remember the details, so. There were cracks, and then they like get the like uh, full copies of the original games. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But all of them, uh, I, I feel, I felt like uh, with the very cheap price, we get more problems. Like the one you get with the PlayStation One, you have to flip your console. Or there are so many stores with like uh, a game with multiple CDs. Let's say like Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, when you reach the final disc. final disc, and it, it, it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, I remember having problems with the with Final Fantasy Nine. Like I never beat Final Fantasy Nine on a PS One because Not my my disc two or disc three never loaded, never worked. I and I had to buy like multiple copies just to try, and then I eventually gave up. At that time, I started to like understand. Okay, this is the uh, like the the good and bad about the copy versions. I understand now there is like. At that time, I started to understand that there are original uh, products and there are pirated products. Mm -hmm. They are very expensive, but they always work. Reliable. Reliable. Uh, and stuff like that. Uh, with the PC, uh, for me, I st I, my first uh, horror game was on PC. Not on PlayStation 1. It was on, No, uh, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. Oh. Yeah, it was really scary for me. <laughs> um, f but f so my first copy, if I if I'm not mistaken, my first copy or uh, pirated right. game on the PC was um, Broken Sword. <laughs> um, what was it? It it, got, it has two two names. One for the like British English uh, British name, and there was uh, I remember Broken Sword. Blood. Mm. Silk of Blood, uh, this one for the British version, and the American version got the name uh, Broken Sword. Broken Sword, okay. Yeah. So I got the British version, Silk of Blood. Uh, it was really amazing game. It's still one of the my best uh, point-and-click games on PC. And uh, after that, I said, okay, I will buy every other PC game's copy. Why, why do I have to buy, buy a 25-30 KD game? Where can I get it now? Also, like PlayStation One, uh, a pirated version. Um, it's really helped us, uh, help, helped me also try so many games on PC at that time. So, thank I you. remember on PC, pirate, piracy was like. Now I remember on PC. It was I used harder. To have, no, it was. It wasn't just about harder. PCs uh, like magazines came with demo discs. Yeah, like demo CDs, and and they had like some of them had some really elaborate C uh, demos, like long demos. Like I remember playing a first-person shooter called Sin. Oh, oh. yeah, I remember Sin. Yeah, yeah. I played the, I played the demo on PC, and the demo was pretty long. And that like that that was most of the time these kind of demos, that long demo, these long demos were like more than enough for me. But then came an era where cracks, or the traditional crack, you know, where you just have to replace the cracked TX. E file with the original one, yeah. and it, you had to, you could play the game without the disc. Those stopped working, like the developers caught up, so they came up with a different way to to like pirate games, and that was like when they started using mounting, like you had to mount a virtual a virtual drive. Yeah, you had to create a virtual drive with like something like Demon Tools, and mount an image of the game onto the virtual drive, install the game, and run it. With a virtual drive, in order to get bypass the, the 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 crack like the security that they have on the yeah. on the on the game. So PC PC went weird ways with uh, piracy, um, and like 
until today, games have, are, are still being pirated on PC until like the novel showed up. But anyways, I think most of the piracy that we're familiar with have, has been on consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember, like, I'm not a PC gamer now, but I remember when I was younger, I, I went through a phase, I mean, like, I had, like, Unreal on my computer with yeah. the, and I remember that one level with the two towers on yep. each side, yeah. Um, but then when, when, uh, when, like you were saying, when it's, when, like, developers started catching on, like, it wasn't worth... It was it, a hassle. It was yeah, a hassle. It, was, it was too much of a hassle for me, and I didn't understand computers enough back then to actually bother, you know, any time. But I, I had some great times on, on PC. Like, I remember Worms Armageddon was a, was a great game. Like, I was introduced to that because of piracy as well. And I remember, like, staying up until, like, 4 in the morning playing with my friend on the same PC. Like, it wasn't even on the internet, on the same PC. Each one uh, took a turn. Each one took a turn, and there was, like, the holy hand grenade that you threw, and then... And when it blew up, it went like. Yeah, yeah. Worms Armageddon. Worms oh, Armageddon oh, yeah, is yeah, still yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Um, you know what's fun? Uh, a funny story about PC piracy. I remember buying Black and White Two, pirated of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I loved Black and White, so I got the pirated version. I ran back home and I I installed it and it wouldn't run. It, it was it was basically the same the, the the technique that I told you about where you had to mount a disc on a virtual drive. Yeah. But I didn't know how to do it. I called the shop. The guy who sold me the disc gave me the phone number of the person who burnt them the disc <laughs> to explain to me like to call him and explain to me how to how to like crack and run the game. So I was on the phone for ten minutes with this guy. Teaching me how to install Demon Tools <laughs> and creating um, um, uh, like a virtual volume, uh, a virtual uh, drive. disk drive, and teaching me how to mount and do this stuff. I was like, what? <laughs> and I look at my PS, PS2, I think, at the time. It's like, huh, yeah, you're much easier to deal with. <laughs> okay, I'll play black and white and I'll take a break from PC gaming. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think we can like move on to PS2. Uh, yeah, that's my era. Xbox, yeah. <laughs> that's my era. Yeah, that's how I'm like yeah. when I started really getting into like gaming and all. Like I really discovered like a lot of games or like franchises and like different genres. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like well, even even like PS, uh, by the time PS2 came up, like pirating CDs was like now mastered officially. Like. But if you remember, it was tricky on the PS2. Yeah, you it started start to get uh, starting to get little uh, harder, harder to pirate. Yeah, like yeah. like on the PS1, you could just put in a CD and play. Yeah. On the PS2, it wasn't that easy. You had to use a Game Shark. No, yeah, no, it starts with a Game Shark. Yeah, it starts oh, no, with the Game Shark. Oh, uh, first days. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got my PS2. I got my PS2. Uh, I was in Australia studying there, and I got my I got a genuine PS2. Yeah. And I I bought genuine games at the beginning. Yeah. Until one of my my roommates went back to Indonesia and took my PS2 with him and you know blessed it with, with the <laughs> But I don't remember like the first the first days of the modding scene. Oh, the, the first yeah. days, I don't remember like, it. There was like a a Game Shark thing that would go in the USB slot in the, in the front, front. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and then there was a switch on it that you have to switch on, and then you put in the CD. Oh, so like like the like the the, the GameCube mods. I don't even remember it. What is that? What's a Game Shark? I'm not familiar oh, with that. Okay. A Game Shark was you, originally you'd use a Game Shark if you want to put cheats in a game. 
It's a small cartridge that you install. Like, you, like the PS One also had like a it had a serial bus in the back. Mm -hmm. Not a serial bus. I don't remember what kind of what kind of like a port, port. It was. It was a port. Basically, you, you put in this you you hook device. up this, this device, and when you launch the PS One or the PS Two. Uh, it would boot this boot into this software in this in this thing, and you could en enable cheats and stuff yeah. like that for the it game. It came built in. Oh, wow. I'm not familiar with that thing. <laughs> Let's say like an example. I, I want to play Final Fantasy, okay. and I don't want to like grind to level up. Okay, so I can start the game. I put the device, and I went to the go to the cheats. I I put the code for all the characters level oh, wow. yeah. It basically modifies the game's code. Mm. Yeah, it injects. Code and it was it was yeah. legal. The the Game Shark itself was yeah there were was legal. Like they you used to sell them in, in the states and stuff because they were just you were just like it was just you're inputting cheat codes. I remember bypassing region regional restrictions on an N64 because yeah. uh, my N64 is European hmm. and I wanted to play Smash. I bought Smash locally, so I remember buying a Game Shark that accepted two cartridges. One <laughs> one the one that that was. I had to put a European cartridge on the side, and then the cartridge, the American cartridge on top, and then I had to enable a cheat in order to convert regions. Yeah. But then I discovered that much like older cart uh, cartridge-based machines, you only had to break a piece of the plastic on the shell in order to... There's really? no DRM, really? like the DRM was like literally <laughs> just, just, just a little piece of plastic. Yeah. But yeah, the, it was it was useful, like Game Sharks were useful, but I, I, I don't remember like... Because I, I, I got my PS2 modded really late. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the PS2 and the game Xbox era was when I first started getting into buying like authentic games. Yeah. So like, yeah, same here. I yeah. mean, the, for the PS1, I only own two original games. I own Xenogears as an original game and I own Final Fantasy VII original. But when the PS2 came around, it wasn't modded at the beginning. Like uh, it, it, was, it, took, it took a while. Yeah, it took a while for them to crack it. So I remember like Twisted Metal Black. I had it uh, original. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two. I had original, and I remember it's like I bought one mine of, with Metal Gear. One of the first time times I've ever stood outside a store waiting for it to open so I could buy Metal Gear Solid Two, and it was in the hub and it was Game Center, and I had gone there like thirty minutes early, and I was just like waiting outside, like okay. It's gonna open in half an hour. Gonna get middle of the person line. There was no line. <laughs> I was the line. I was I was in Australia studying abroad. I saved up my month's salary. Well, I've heard that story. <laughs> I saved up my month uh, my month's salary. I went and bought my PS2 with Metal Gear Solid 2. I don't remember if there was another game, but uh, yeah, I bought it with Metal Gear Solid 2 as a bundle. And then for the for the for the remaining 29 days of the month. <laughs> I survived on like a bag of rice, um, uh, frozen vegetables, um, uh, coconut milk, and <laughs> eggs. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> it was worth it. I was playing. I, was, I had a PS2. Yeah. We milk your salad too. What did you have? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, at the time, I was pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start to like talk less after this segment because <laughs> at that time I was I, I was like get some my mind start to understand the concept of 
like game development yeah. and start to go like read Arabic and English magazine, especially EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly, where they like... I used to get that every month. It was e such a good magazine. Amazing, yeah, amazing. very good. Yeah. Amazing, they, amazing. They were, they like write very good, very interesting articles, around. stories. They're still around, but it's not the, it's like the pirated version of EGM. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's not the... Are they like on Twitter or anything? There's some, I still follow some of the writers from, from like back then, like one of them works for PlayStation 1, uh, PlayStation Now. The other one, I think, is a translator, but I'm not sure, but yeah. And I, I'm like, at that time I still understand that, okay, these people are working very hard to make these games. Yeah. Um, I have to like, and I like start to get sick of all the copy problems. Yeah. And uh, at that time, I like s said, okay, I'm understand to how can I b buy the good games. I understand now. Uh, and you know what genres yeah, you like. Yeah, I, I, I know what genres I know thanks to the copy yeah. era. And uh, I was like, okay, why do, don't I start right now with the by original games I skip all the problems with the pirated games and have a good time with only a few games I don't yeah, mind yeah. If, if they are good so yeah. uh, at that time my father started to like give me a salary but not daily yeah he, he like here here you go uh, 30kd for a month yeah so I was like can buy a, uh, an original game once for two months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a good time for me. <laughs> um, uh, I started that after the PlayStation 1 era. Yeah. With the N6. Um, I bought N64 uh, late. Yeah. And from that time, no copy, no more, uh, except for PC games. Yeah. For me, like, it was, it's, I have it, like, it's similar. Like, after I got a PS2, like, like I was saying, like, I started buying original games. And I already knew what genres I liked. And because of EGM specifically, I knew what other good games were coming out and genres I might not be into, but mm -hmm. like reading their previews or whatever, I like I knew like, okay, like this is a racing game I might like, you know? Um, so yeah, so, so by the time the PS2 era came out, like I modded my PS2 just because I didn't want to be, I wasn't making my own money yet. and. Uh, like uh, the allowance I got from my parents, like I would try to save for for games, but I also had to eat at school. So like, like I wasn't getting that many games. So so it was a mix of of you know original games and a mix of like pirated games. Uh, with the Xbox, it was even less. Like I was I was it was easy to play pirated games on the Xbox. From what I remember, yeah. it was it was just putting in the CD. Like there wasn't anything. Mods were. I don't think I don't think you had to do anything to it. I don't remember, but unless like they did something in the store before I bought it or something, but I remember. Yeah, it was... I, no, there there was a mod, but I don't remember how it was done exactly because yeah. I bought my Xbox already already like modded ready. I might have yeah I might I might have done the same yeah. But by the time because I had the PS2 first and then I got an Xbox. By the time I had the Xbox, like I was just buying original games. Like I bought or Morrowind original. I had like Halo original. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I started buying original games like exclusively when I was forced to, which yeah. was on PS3 on an Xbox 360. Like even an Xbox 360 where it got its mods, 
But because I was afraid of getting banned from Xbox Live and stuff yeah. like that, I, like, I wouldn't even dare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by the time, um, like, the Nintendo DS, Xbox 360, the PS3, and, like, the Wii era, era came about, like, yeah, I was just buying original games. And, like, for the same reasons, like, I didn't want to, like... Like, by that time, I knew the value of money. And I knew, like you were saying... Uh, Like how, like the effort that devs put into their games and stuff like that. And I didn't want to take this like uh, like $300 console to a store so they could mod it so I could like play pirated games. And, you know, what if something went wrong and, you know, like yeah. then I'm the only one that's at fault, you know, like no one else. So um, so by the time the 360 and PS, PS3 came about, yeah, it was just original games. The DS, though, was I like... I played a lot of uh, pirated games on the DS just because I was living in Lebanon at the time and I was studying, I was in university and they did not sell DS games in Lebanon. And the DS games they sold were like targeted towards kids. And I was playing like Phoenix Wright and uh, Trauma Center and uh, Dragon Quest IX, like those kind of games, like they 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 never they, got to the yeah, stores locally, so yeah, we had no choice. Yeah, so uh, but I mean, I think I've made it up to Nintendo because like ever since then, like <laughs> I think like I, I have like 20 Wii U games. I have like over I think 30 3DS games. So I've paid my dues. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, like since the PS3 era, I stopped. Like I stopped. I started to understand like the the, the 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 value of of buying like an authentic game and also like the implications of that and how it affects like others like I'm supporting the the developers that I like yeah. that's like that's how I think about it right now like okay I buy a game I sometimes deliberately like buy a game at full price just to support the developer yeah I didn't have that mentality back then like yeah. now Uh, this I mean, is like you didn't know any better. I didn't know any better, yeah. but but you know you you start to you start to grow an appreciation for your hobby and for the people who make your hobby fun, you know. Yeah. And they, they keep still keeping it relevant. So so now like the way we do things now, at least like the way I do things right now, is okay. Of course, we're buying genuine stuff. We're always buying original games. But now we have this mentality of let's wait for a sale. Yeah. Which I think, like in of itself, like the way Steam approached PC gaming and like single-handedly, like in my opinion, single-handedly saving the, that platform was genius. Like they made games affordable for everyone, yeah. everyone. Like if a game came out at sixty dollars and you didn't have the money at the time to buy it, you are going to be sure, like by five or six months or maybe seven months. A Steam sale is going to happen. That game is going to be like super cheap. And you're going to be able to buy it and enjoy it. Like maybe, okay, you're going to be late to the party, but you can, you're still at the party, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so so that, was, that was genius. Like it, it encouraged people to buy games over going, going over the hassle of pirating a game and trying to crack it and getting it to run and it would be buggy and have problems and you would end up with games like Serious Sam 3 where in the first level of the pirated version you would reach a scorpion and you couldn't kill that scorpion because you had a pirated version of the game and it was deliberately done by the developers to call you out. So yeah, I remember like, I remember it very well. I had that version of the game, the pirated version. 
I got up to that scorpion, that thing would have died. <laughs> like you would sink bullets upon bullets on that thing, it wouldn't die. And there's no way to get. There's no way to it? kill it. Like, like you had to kill it to get. Past no, you had to buy the game. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, but I mean, there was no. You way don't to see like... that scorpion in the, in, the, in, the, in the actual version, like. But the, you the, can't the... run around it yeah. or something. No, like that? Oh, you're, you're stuck. You're stuck in a, you're, you're stuck in a place you can't you can't get past, and yeah. there's a scorpion out there trying to kill you, <laughs> and it wouldn't die. The funny the fu- the part where the, compl- the people complains about the scorpion. Yeah, so you go to <laughs> game Pass. Oh wait, I remember. This is this isn't that long ago, is it? No, it was like maybe like six, seven years ago. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah, actually yeah. like complain about yeah, the scorpion without. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you go to game Pass and like. Oh, guys, I couldn't get past the scorpion in the first level. They're like, go buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was amazingly smart from the developers yeah. to to like. It was an amazing way to call out the, the pirate. There is another game that did uh, something similar. similar yeah, yeah. Uh, tw- it's game uh, game developer Tycoon or something. Mm. I don't remember. Oh wait, I remember the story too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where they, where you you make like a, a games studio, gaming studio, where you develop games and you sell it and uh, wait for the incomes. Where you yeah. can, so you can develop another game, and it's like a simulator. Yeah, simulator yeah. for game developers. Yeah. Uh, if you get the uh, pirated version of it, <laughs> every game you make in the game and start selling it, you will lose because people start to uh, pirate your, uh, own, pirate your <laughs> own game. <laughs> it's it's smart. So yeah. you will lose uh, very fast, and they will tell you why. Yeah. So in a way, it's yeah, like a controlled demo. Yeah, yeah. But but then again, like people started to actually you know throw in their money just to get past these hurdles. And then in the end, like, okay, so now I own, I, I legit own a game, you know? I, yeah. I legit own these games. Money is going towards the developers, even though they're discounting it heavily. And <laughs> ever since then, like, PlayStation and Xbox have been trying to, like, do the same. Mm-hmm. Like, Sony would come up with some insane deals yeah. by the I end mean, of the year. They, they, I feel like Sony now does, like, a ton of sales throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Microsoft, like now Microsoft has a weekly, uh, like, deals with gold. Yeah. I every mean, week. Like, now there's, like, a Christmas thing, and it's, like, yeah. every week it's a different sale. Yeah. Like even there's this monthly PS Plus sale. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So now people are being exposed to, to cheaper gaming now more than ever before. And... Like typically, typically, I think I think this is the best way to go to avoid like piracy or to avoid. People. And I mean, on on PC now, it's pretty hard to pirate games. I mean, not it's impossible, not. but I mean, like for instance, Just Cause Three still hasn't been cracked. Yeah, De Novo, De Novo is, uh, yeah. is it's pretty it's 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 proved its worth. And I think it took like half a year to crack Doom or something. It no, it, it Tomb Raider. It took it took a while to get Tomb Raider cracked. Yeah. But still, it's not like it's not consistent. Yeah, it's not consistent. And then, it's not worth it. <laughs> and Doom just removed the novel from their from their like. Okay, I see what the pirates are, what the developers are doing right now is like. Okay, let's use the novel, um, just to get past the like initial, the first the first initial window yeah. of sales, and then we can just like toss it away and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and hope for the best. You know, yeah. this is this could be one of the approaches, but I, I I'm not I'm not too sure that's really the case, but. Um, uh, it's not that big of an issue now as it used to be before, like yeah. especially in the Middle East area. The Middle East area now, like okay, there's a there's a Kuwaiti store, there's a Saudi store for the PSN. Xbox Even I mean, there's an American store, and like it's like we have 
like we we have a lot of avenues i mean even if we go to the shops to sell to, to buy the games even the shops like if a game is is old they'll they'll sell it to you for like a pretty low price yeah you know uh, sometimes yes yeah, sometimes yeah and we have used game stores and stuff yeah like, you know that helps as well it's it's much healthier even for uh even for our region like instead of instead of like people tossing money at pirates just to get the games that they want now they're actually tossing them at the developers yeah so i mean uh, like is there piracy on the ps4 like i have um, no idea uh, i've never know if I'm not that i know of but i think someone cracked the there was some i think there was an announcement like a while back but i don't know what happened Because I feel like it would be very difficult to do so. Sony, Sony has been pushing updates. Like yeah. Whenever you see stability updates, there's at least a few security like yeah, yeah. holes they're, they're trying to patch up, you know? Yeah. I think, I think it's, uh, <clears throat> they're more aware of these things. And like, it's very dangerous for Sony right now to like, keep uh, like, uh, their, their system like, vulnerable. Because they are, like, usually any platform that becomes the most popular in the world... Is usually the first to get cracked, first to get hacked, and yeah, the most, yeah. the, like, the most wild west it becomes <laughs> like, uh, between the the other uh, platforms. Mm. So that's why PS2 was like cracked to cracked to death. PS1 was cracked to death. PC, um, Nintendo DS. Yeah. I had the um, I had a maintenance guy at my place like about about a month ago. He was chatting about like owning this Xbox 360 where he um. Can like download any game or like have anything on it for free? Is it like is it possible? Like was he simply lying? No, he was. He was. Uh, he's probably downloading ISOs, ISOs, mm-hmm. like the and burning them onto DVDs. Yeah. And there was piracy for three. Yeah, piracy for 360 was easy. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, get online, you'll get banned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that was the problem with the with that. So people who who actually cared about piracy on 360s had two 360s. You had one that was just for pirated games, uh-huh. and you had another for online games. So that Microsoft I mean, was still profiting from them. So. <laughs> they're profiting from the hardware, but yeah, but like, but you know, you know that they they care more about the software sales because these yeah, are the, usually the, yeah. the bigger the bigger um, share of sales. But yeah, it's interesting to see how how it started. How like we started with piracy. Like we didn't know anything about like there's the no implications. We yeah. we didn't know the implication of what we were doing towards. People who are trying to put you know food on their table. Yeah, I mean, and as bad as piracy is, like I feel like my tastes in games wouldn't have become broad and yeah like, if it wasn't for piracy. Was, you know, yeah, like I, I, like I might have not have picked up uh, JRPGs until like much later, or I would have picked them up and just not enjoyed them because like you know I was like late to the party or whatever you know yeah um, I agree I agree because because uh, I don't think I would have ever tried games like racing games specifically like, yeah. those were like to me those were arcade games yeah like, if I don't go to an arcade and play this racing game I'm not gonna play it at home yeah, like, yeah. that's that's how I discovered stuff like destruction derby and Ridge racer mm-hmm. yeah for example uh, so none of us feels guilty for owning pirated games back then and not like supporting the actually no <laughs> Like, like I mean, I didn't know better. Like that's yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the honest <laughs> truth. Like I'm not, I'm not. We're not, we're not saying piracy is okay. It's not. I you mean, know? But it's it's not. But like back then, like we didn't have the internet. We didn't have know, like good magazines. Yeah, we weren't exposed to, you know, like the 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 moral implications mm-hmm. to piracy. You know, like 
But like nowadays, like I mean, we're all buying original games. We're all yeah. like paying full price, or you know, waiting for games to go on sale or whatever. I think the argument that you can have about pricing for games and affordability right now does not work the way it used to before. Because yeah. before, the way the, the reason why we pirated games is because we could afford the pirated versions. Mm. That was like the main like okay, yeah. leave leave all the moral stuff aside. Like at the time, no one cared. None yeah. of us cared about. Oh this yeah, stuff. yeah. Not even All we cared about was ourselves. I, I want yeah. the game. Yeah, That's yeah. ourselves. You know. So, how do I make myself happy? Yeah. I would just go buy something I can afford. Yeah. And that was at and the I mean, time. Even even like if you if if you're talking about our parents, like if if I tell my parents like okay I, I like can I get like thirty k to buy a game? Yeah, like can I get can I get uh, Legend of Zelda? Okay, like Link to the Past, and they go to the store. And they see two versions. They see a 30KD version and they see like a 10KD version. Obviously, they're going to buy the cheaper of the two. Because yep. they don't know any better and I don't know any better and I just want the game. Yeah. You know, and you just got the game. Yeah, and, works, fine, so. and the salesperson just wants to sell a game. So he's not going to try and force like the... He probably doesn't know. Yeah. He, he probably doesn't know the difference yeah. between the 30KD one and the 10KD yeah. one. It's, it's, it's not how it is now. Like Nowadays, like you go to any store in the hub... Well, not any store, but most stores. And I feel like the salesperson has an idea of like the kind of games they're selling, you know? Back then it was just like, yeah, like these are Nintendo games, you know? This just happens to be priced this much. This yeah. happens to be priced this much. But I think like the whole the whole concept of like, okay, buying a game at the time pirated because it was cheap. Like in, nowadays, it's not fair because again, sales, digital sales and stuff like that you know make make games affordable for everyone yeah and i think that's that's why we've been hearing less and less about people pirating games or piracy becoming an issue as it used to be like maybe five years ago yeah uh, like now you barely like okay you hear about piracy and stuff like that but not as much as it used to be before yeah and that's all thanks because you know all thanks to to stuff like making video games an affordable like uh, means of entertainment yeah like as uh, for the pricing um do you guys have any concerns about like maybe for like the games go like for the games prices could go up maybe someday after like no maybe, no no the, the, i think the like generations games like, prices are already going up but you're not feeling it immediately that's because they're they're trying to sell you a game and it's future stuff in advance uh -huh. yeah. so they're taking it's the your way money. it's they're the way it's the way they're selling the games it's not necessarily they're like, increasing the price just indirectly yeah and, de like, and, and depending on your level of engagement yeah so like for instance you could buy like a like okay if a game is 50 dollars they'll sell you like a 70 dollar version of the game that includes like season pass, yeah, yeah not season pass but like bonuses you know and i mean like we've all fallen for that like or at least i have you know like i'll admit it it's totally it's totally fine like yeah if it's something you you like and you think that you're gonna find value in it yeah. that's totally fine yeah. if, and and as long as you get options you know i i don't i don't mind buying a 60 dollar game or a 100 dollar game or whatever uh, like the price range the price isn't isn't a problem as long as that there are options and like you're not being robbed of the $60 version. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> like just recently I bought like the deluxe edition of Titanfall 2 just because like I wanted to support the devs, mm -hmm. you know, like I like and and because I know I'm going to enjoy the product and I know like 
um, a lot of like care and love went into the product and they deserved my money so I, and then you, you have know. disposable income yeah now that's, yeah, uh, that's yeah. different because because yeah. now we, we, we work mm-hmm. and we we have income that we can burn on on stuff that we love albeit now being more limited than before but still any you know, for example I remember playing free uh, like footy on on ps4 when it came out free on PlayStation plus mm-hmm. I tried oh, the game. yeah, yeah. footy it's 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 pronounced free because it's like the it's a it's the Japanese word free. Anyways, okay, okay, like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that game yeah. I played it on PS4. It was free on PS Plus. I enjoyed it. I liked the I liked the idea of it. I enjoyed it. I liked what I saw. So I was like, okay, how do I support the devs? So I went on Steam. It was on sale. I waited for a sale to lapse, and I bought it full price. Okay. Is it, was it like really worth it? To me, like I I enjoyed the game. You I like I, the game. I yeah. thought it sucked. Yeah, really? I like the game, uh, but in the same time, I I actually wanted to like fully support the developer. So I waited for the 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 the, the sale to lapse, and for the price to revert back to its original price, and I bought it just as support. If you like, still like really want to support the developers, you could always send me a gift on Steam. <laughs> of course, I can. Of course, <laughs> no problem. You might not like the game. Did you, get it on, did, you get free, no, did you get it free on PlayStation Plus? No, I haven't yet. You Is can, it like you, on this month? No, no, no. no, 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 no it was. It was a few months ago. I think maybe August. You can, you can play it when you come over. Yeah, well. I mean, I deleted right, it. It's, 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 it's not for anyone. It's not for everyone. It's, it's, it's for a specific kind of person. It's, very, it's, very specific. Very specific kind of person. Kind of person. <laughs> but, exactly. but, uh, yeah, but me and a bunch of friends enjoyed it. Um, I think if you like character action games, you'll enjoy it. But anyways, we're not reviewing. We're not reviewing footy here. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> not not the yeah. Anyways, anyways. So uh, yeah, guys, have anything else you want to add? I think I think we like rounded up nicely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm happy for for our kids because when they go to the store, we will go with them. <laughs> we will know what what are the good and the bad games. It's like my son, Dad, I want Sonic Boom. <laughs> I tell him, shut up, my boy. <laughs> that, that actually reminds me. Uh, I remember when, like, this was like when I was a kid. When when I had owned the PlayStation One for for like a few years, I went to the the store to to uh, buy a game, and the store was right underneath my house. And there was a, a a guy like this European dude who was buying a PlayStation for his sons back in like, I don't know, Spain or something. And he was buying it from, like he was here on business and he, he discovered that like, oh, if I get it from here, I can get like, like when I bought the PS1, I got 15 free games. A few years, it was like two years later when, when this happened, he was getting like 30 free games with his PS1. So he was in the store and he was lost and he saw me walk in and he saw like, I kind of knew what I was doing and he asked me like, could you pick like 30 games for, for my sons? And I picked like 30 best games like his sons like like I don't want to like you know pat myself on the back but his sons got like some amazing games <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 always nice when 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 stuff like that happens mm-hmm. I, it actually happened recently when uh, I went to get uh, Dragon Quest builders yeah. and there was uh, a dad and like two of his they like his sons looked like they were like seven and like nine. And they were looking at Dragon Quest Builders because they were like huge Minecraft fans. And he saw me buying it and he's like, like, what's this game? Like, 
Like, is it similar to Minecraft? Like, then my sons seem like interested in it, but I don't want to get them like a game that, you know, it might be too complex for them. And I like, I spent like a good like five to ten minutes like explaining it to him and his sons. And like, I basically sold them on Dragon Quest. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good game. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah, I'd like to thank you very much. Wada is, <laughs> is gonna be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me, I, like, I actually recently got into Dragon Quest too. Like, for some odd reason, like during the PS1 and like PS2 era, like, I it just never crossed my radar. Even though I played like a ton of RPGs, and then like on the DS, I just played Dragon Quest Nine, which wasn't. I mean, like, it's kind of different than other Dragon yeah, Quest yeah. games. Yeah, it is very different. Yeah. yeah uh, but recently, like, I've been going back and, like, like I, I got Dragon Quest VI on the DS, mm -hmm. which is, like, freaking amazing. That's the one where you get married, like, your dad dies in the beginning and you get yeah, married. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was, it's such a great four, game. Four, five, six, I played, played all of them. Yeah. I don't want to try seven because they say you have to, like... It's a grinder. It's a yeah. very big game. Yeah, so it's a long game. And they say this, the, the, it's one of the best Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Yeah, seven games. is seven. I keep hearing like it's the yeah. best. Oh, it's, it's so amazing. They say it's, it's but you have to like spend so much time on it. It's a long Maybe game. Maybe like one uh, one hundred and fifty hours. Oh, wow. yeah. But see, you know, like I don't really mind that anymore. Like before, I used to be like, like, oh, when am I gonna find time to play? Like I'm married and whatever. But I realized like it doesn't matter. Like. The games just last longer, which isn't really such a bad thing. Like, uh, uh, like I mean, Witcher Three took took me like more than a year to beat, and like I didn't get tired of it. You know, like even with the issues I had with the game, when when I beat it, I was like, I felt like okay, like I beat it, and okay, it took a long time to to, to beat because I had like all these other responsibilities to to take care of, but like. I was still playing like one hour, two hours a day, like sometimes like four, depending on like, you know, my weekends and yeah, stuff. I mean, as long as it's working out for you and yeah. your schedule. Like for me, I try to schedule my games with, this should be, this should be an interesting topic for another yeah, episode. Yeah, another, another but episode. I schedule my games really quick on uh, using, using howlongtobeat.com. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I check that too. Yeah, yeah. I, if, if the game is like... If, if the game I have a mood for right now and it happens to be like as long as I expect it to be for like for my current situation, yeah. I'll play it. I'll, yeah. I'll schedule based on info yeah, yeah. from. I that mean, the way the way I think about it is, it's like watching a TV show. Like a t like a, a good TV show lasts like five six seasons, right? Yeah. And in between seasons, you take a break. Yeah, it takes like a year. There's like a year break. So, for instance, like with The Witcher three, like. It's like I I play like say in chunks and then I would I would if I got tired of it or whatever like I would take a break like a few weeks and then I'd go back to it and it's it's like it's a similar concept you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it should be easier with Dragon Quest Seven since it's on the 3DS and you could just like yeah it's a portable game yeah yeah you know? interesting Anyways. topic let's keep it for an episode <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, that'll be the end for this. Show, uh, not the show, I mean, not, this episode. Yeah, hopefully, episode. double jump will keep going. <laughs> but uh, this is the end for this episode. Um, I hope you guys like the new direction. Um, I think it's much more interesting for us, even for when we're recording. It's, it's, we're tapping into our history a little, a little bit, uh, to our past. And, uh, and we're like learning more about each other 
with this kind of conversation. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to our show. You can find us at uh, Lucky Generation Gamers website, luckygg.com, and at 2.48am.com, uh, which is Patrick's joint. Um, My brother's joint. Yeah, your, your brother's joint. <laughs> um, for, uh, for Patrick, uh, Bishu, and Hussein, who I also thank for attending or joining us t- this episode. Um, I'm your host, Yakub, and uh, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye-bye guys. Bye-bye. Test. <laughs>